0: Hi everyone, this is Stephen Kalagi. Welcome to my podcast. Tonight, I'm just going to be talking about uh, starting a business. Now, a lot of people talk about starting businesses. And the biggest problem I see is they just don't believe it and they don't have the clear vision of where they want the business to go. And a lot of people start businesses and have the wrong mentality. They think that it's a... Um, the business is basically set up for them to take from it. And when you're initially starting a business, you should not be uh, looking to make profit in the first year or two. First two to three years, you are actually building your business, building your brand. Even if you don't eat some nights, even if you don't make, everything that you make from your business must be going back into the business to set up the structure and uh, it has to be a... the systems that is needed for a healthy company of business to grow, and that's what many people don't get. They th- they eat into the profits and they actually destroy the company before it starts. So, in saying that, a lot of people really need to focus on how to grow your business. So, if you have issues building your own business and brand, just check yourself before you wreck yourself, as they say. You got to, you know. Take your business one day at a time. Um, things don't happen overnight. You build your business, build your brand one customer at a time, and keep those customers happy. And that's the most that's the most important thing about building your business and brand. Giving um, you have to be competitive with your prices, competitive with your your service, and the service aspect is very um, important. So in building your business and brand. Um, you basically take your time and build your business. If you have a business plan, uh, want to be a multi-billionaire overnight, it's not going to happen. You have a five to 10-year plan where you want your business going to be and you just work towards that plan, stages by stages. So I always say you um, come up with a plan and you come the plan to work that plan. And when you come up with a proper plan to work the plan, you will hit your goals and your visions and aims. So... Be strong, be wise, and be tough. It's a tough business world out there. So keep it up, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a powerful and wonderful day today. Now, good evening, everyone. Topic of tonight is coronavirus. Now, the coronavirus is basically spread throughout the whole world. And apparently, it's not airborne. It can be transmitted through... Um, Uh, physical touching of um, items. So the best option is to wear hand gloves and uh, always wash your hands. And I think the isolation should be about 30 days. And once we isolate people and people get over it, I'd say by Christmas this year, we all should be healed from the coronavirus. Now, pop... It's fascinating that countries like Papua New Guinea we haven't had more than one case here yet. Is it our genetics? Is it are we as a people immune to it? Uh, uh, there should be studies upon this. Um, I don't know why CNN or any of the mainstream media hasn't reported this that Papua New Guinea has no death and has no cases of coronavirus. So something that uh, we need to look into our DNA and see how we are protected or are we not protected is it a big fluke that we haven't been um, we as a nation hasn't, haven't caught the coronavirus yet so a lot of questions to be asked but uh, I'd love to hear your comments and uh, what you think about the coronavirus will it affect Papua New Guinea or it will not affect Papua New Guinea that's the question a lot of people I've talked to have basically said that People um, a black man, and um, it's not going to affect us because we're um, naturally we are unhygienic people, and all the bacteria that that's in our body helps us um, build a, a strong immune system that will fight off this coronavirus. So that's probably it. Um, we don't know until we have some scientific proof behind it. Right now, it's just urban myth that people are talking about, and it's just rumors and hearsay. Until we get scientific proof that, A, Papua Newgreens are um, immune to the coronavirus. And that'll be amazing, actually. Anyway, um, love to hear your thoughts. Stay safe from coronavirus. Good evening, everyone. My name is Stephen Kalagi, and you're back on my podcast. It's, it's been a while since I've uh, been on this podcast, but basically, want to talk to you all about housing and how it's affecting the whole country, especially NCDC, our uh, capital city, where it should be a a role, basically a model for a modern city, and ha- it is currently not. With ninety percent of people all living on in settlements untitled land or traditional land and this is becoming a big problem I mean you've got um, you've got the National Housing Commission which has failed the people of Papua New Guinea it was originally set up so it can it provide affordable housing for citizens which it hasn't done um, what the staff seem to be doing is selling the assets but not uh, generating any income to build more housing and allowing citizens to buy so that's the biggest issue so going back to evictions and all these things that are currently happening in our city and then we it is um from my last check from the cstb records ncdc from 2000 um 2011 current, We've Mm -hmm. spent over 3 billion kina on infrastructure, roads, ring roads, bridges. And might I add that most of these roads are overinflated costs. You ask anyone with a civil engineer background and they will tell you that the cost is extraordinary. I mean, it's just unbelievable how much they're spending. And with the current government, the Marapa government, they're just putting another 230 million into ring roads around Mosby. Now, this kind of money can be used to um, fix housing, the housing crisis we all are facing in NCDC. Now, you see, the reason why we have a shortage of housing is most of the land is, and portions have been given out to big corporations, big um, companies that are foreign-owned. Nationals with no money, you cannot deal with the land department. Hence, we have a lot of citizens right now squatting on, in settlements from ATS, Nine Mile, Morabay Block, um, Manuti, Tarama, we ha- um, the settlements are just mushrooming up because people need someone to live and as the population growth, we've got a growth rate of about 3.5% and that's a lot of people who are influx into Mosby, being born into Mosby and I mean we need solutions. Uh, me and my team, we've come up with a solution called One Family One Home and this solution basically um, um, as a whole um, targets this problem of lack of housing the problem is the government hasn't provided um, affordable land with trunk infrastructure when I say trunk infrastructure I'm talking about septic sewage PNG power street lights everything subdivisions then you start to invite companies to come in to start building their houses, and I mean you've got to build houses for a hundred to hundred and fifty thousand. That is the price range of a normal working class family. Then for the low income family, you're looking at um, fifty thousand to sixty thousand Kina. Now, if the government can come up with subsidies that will subsidize land, actually build infrastructure in place, so we can get people in permanent residency, and, and that is how we're going to change this country when we have Papua New Guineans living in proper homes you will have section lot numbers people can be found people can have an address people can be um accounta- accountable for things that's how society works we cannot have a lot of people living in settlements this is not the way modern societies work and it's also a human right factor where like today you go to every settlement everyone's carrying a bucket of water which should be provided by the government but it's not so we're on a headache basis and um, the only thing that's going to change is through (laughs) us voting the correct people people who are passionate about it and that's why i'm very passionate about it and i'm talking to people consistently talking to people about the housing and how it's a right it is not a luxury to have a house the government must provide it but it seems to me that our governments keep on throwing money into roads I mean, you're looking at a 10-kilometer road was going for 170,000, 170 million, which is extra It's just unbelievable, and this is the kind of money our government keeps throwing away. And the people don't say anything about it. And uh, it's it's things like this has to change. But in all up, just talking about housing, it's very frustrating. Government is pumping 230 million into roads when people are still living like animals. I, I'm, I'm calling us, actually, we are, we are refugees. We're not citizens. Citizens actually have rights and we do have a title. And we are classified as refugees, people with no title, with no nothing. So, it's food for thought for you. Um, tell me what you think. Uh, I'd love to hear your comments. Uh, and uh, have a good night. This is Stephen Kalagi, signing off.